0: Welcome to Well Said, a podcast produced by the Well Community Church and hosted by Mary Graham and Tori Mayo. Our desire is to equip you with the knowledge and confidence to apply a biblical perspective to current topics while building and strengthening connections around our church. Join us as we explore how our faith intersects with the world around us. This is the day, this is the day wow. that the Lord has made.
1: Um, She said she was going to start with song, and I did not believe her, so <laughs> thank you. I'm also sick, so I said I'm not going to sing. I tried. For multiple reasons. I like it. Yeah.
0: Well, you we were praying about the new day before we started, and I was like, you know that what? That's
1: great. And you kind of sang it like coral a little bit.
0: Do you know what coral means?
1: Like a coral reef. All right, let's get started.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um...
0: Okay, so great news—we have another episode of today. Great. Kind of sad news. Uh huh. This is the end. Womp womp. Of season one. Yeah,
1: of season one. Really important clarification there. Yeah, there yeah, will be yeah. another
0: one. We'll talk about that later. Uh-huh. But
1: it is sad. It is sad. the end of season one. Because I've had a lot of fun. One.
0: It's been so much fun. It's been fun. really
1: good for real. It's, it's been, been encouraging to my soul. And yeah, yeah.
0: me too. And yeah. we hope the same is for y'all. So our icebreaker today, in light of that, is what has been your favorite episode so far in season one.
1: Um, yeah, mine's really easy. Actually, it was actually the one we did last week or last last really? drop. Uh, the gathering. I it's my favorite, not because it was literally my favorite to study for mm-hmm. or even to record, but it was the most surprising
0: <laughs> because
1: going into it, I was like, oh yeah, like this makes sense. I think about the gathering all the time. I care about it, obviously. Like, and then to all of a sudden be like, oh wow this is like really important and really good. Yeah. And that was easily my like, it was the most surprising one, which I think I like to be
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, shocked in that way. Yeah. Like it was really fun to be like surprised like that. So that was my favorite yeah. one.
0: Yeah. I can't believe I picked this question because I hate favorite questions. You sure do. I hate them so much. You don't like
1: favorite or ranking? No. order because questions? Because there's too many,
0: like, I get too analytical with like, do I want to pick it Because it felt fun. Do I want to pick it because I learned the most? Do I want to pick it because I was surprised? Like, how do you decide? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with… I'm going to cheat my own question and say there were three episodes Ooh, of Lord, a chunk. This is what I do.
1: This is what makes my sermons. <laughs> this is why you and I are long. the most
0: competitive too, because we do things the for way real? we want to do for, them. But for real? because I was so surprised, challenged, and I learned the most in doing our three episodes on spiritual warfare. Mm, mm. Specifically, like my favorite book that I've read this year was The Unseen Realm. Yeah. And so I have to pick our our first one, Spiritual Warfare, Pushback Darkness, and then the Q&A, which was... So challenging. Yeah. Because you gave me all the hard questions. And, and you like, also came
1: through <gasps> on the questions too, girl. I remember that. <laughs> the Lord did. The that Lord did. Awesome. But that was really That's fun. fair. That's not really cheating because it was one topic. So that's, it was. A, that's fair. See, okay. That's very I appreciate fair. that. Also, Thank The Unseen you. Realm is my favorite book, not just this year. It's like a top two or three book it's all the time so for good. Me. Yeah. It, yeah. It was unbelievable. So
0: yeah. Okay.
1: All right. What are we talking about today?
0: We are talking about a topic that I think will make some of us thrilled because we're really good at doing things like this. Mm. And some of us, like myself, really score me in our seats. And so I want to just start us with a passage. So we're going to read from Isaiah 30, 15, and it says, For thus said the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest, you shall be saved. In righteousness and in trust shall be your strength. Mm. But you were unwilling. Mm. So today we talk about what it means to reset, essentially, to return and rest and be reset in righteousness.
1: That's good. You know, one of the things, I would love to hear some of your thoughts about this verse. Yeah. But um, we're doing this intentionally because every year as a church, we Mm -hmm. actually reset, which I'll talk about in a second. Um, But it's really interesting that we just talked about the gathering Mm -hmm. last week or last episode and the importance of it and the value of it and what God does in the midst of it. And then now we're talking about the one time a year where we don't gather mm-hmm. and we do like a reset Sunday. And so um, I guess I'll go into it right now and then I want to hear your sure. stuff on the verse. So um, every year uh, as a church, particularly if you're new to the wells, helpful info. Uh, The last Sunday of the year in between Christmas and uh, New Year's, we actually take off that Sunday and we call it Reset Sunday. And we say, hey, let's actually spend time kind of resetting with the Lord as a church. And to be very honest, to be candid, it actually started because it was hard to get volunteers that day. Mm -hmm. People were out of Mm -hmm. town. We were a smaller church. People were all over the place. And it was like, hey, let's just like not, rather than putting all this taxation on like all of our people and let's just like give some time to just like be with family and to reflect, it's good. So it actually kind of started out of a need. And then as we got into it, it was like, oh, this is actually a really good rhythm Mm -hmm. that we intentionally kept as a church. So that even like during like the COVID years where we were doing the guided gatherings, we still did a reset Sunday, Mm -hmm. um, which is interesting. We weren't actually gathering and we still reset. Anyway, and so um, like, the gathering is obviously important, right? We do it fifty-one times a year, um, but to like individually step away for a minute as well to like be with the Lord is also like equally as important. Because like, what is God leading us into mm. and how is he guiding us into the following year or the upcoming year? How did he guide us in the past year mm-hmm. to like reset, to reflect, to think ahead? Like all of that is like really, really valuable. And so what we do as a church is we, we don't meet and we say, hey, take time, not just to not meet and then don't do anything with yeah. that time. It's not a free time. It's not just, yeah, do whatever you want, right? It's like, no, like actually remember what God has done mm-hmm. in the previous year think about, recall the deeds of the Lord, which we'll talk about later as well. Um, Remember the works. Remember His character that He revealed to you in that upcoming year. And then also look forward to what God is going to do the following year as well Mm -hmm. and begin to try to sense, like, God, what are you moving me into? What are you calling me into? Um, Begin to anticipate to see, like, the movement of God in very Mm -hmm. intentional ways. And so that's why we're talking about this idea is that this is what we do as a church. Yeah. And that what I just said, that one two-minute thing there is like literally what the the goal and the idea of it is. But we wanted to pull it apart, particularly as the last episode, since we won't be having anything to even prepare us for Reset Sunday in a lot of ways— and so I would love to hear some of your thoughts around... This is like our central verse around it. Mm-hmm. And just some of the thoughts like around this verse in general.
0: Yeah. So this verse makes me squirm uncomfortably, <laughs> right? It should be very comforting. In returning in rest, you shall be saved. In quietness and trust shall be your strength. That's so, so lovely. And then the part that resonates with me, it says, but you were unwilling. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a person who loves control. Mm. I am a person who strives a lot of times in good ways, many times too much. Mm -hmm. And so I love this verse and so much about thinking about resetting and that idea of returning to the Lord and resting in the Lord. It is not by my strength that I am saved. It is not by the things that I do. It is literally by taking a step back, remembering what God has done, Mm. looking forward to seeing what he's doing and being still before him that God moves and does things for us. Mm. If you think about um, when the Israelites cross over the Red Sea, be still, you only need to be still. Mm. The Lord will fight for you. Jesus himself is the one that saves us. It's not by our works. It's by what he has done. Mm. And so Mm. it is part of the life of a Christian to return to rest and to trust in the Lord and move forward. And our culture, our life, everything about the world around us tells us to do more, to be more, to mm-hmm. and that's not the call.
1: This is off script a little bit, but do you have regular rhythms of remembrance, just like in your like daily devotional times or like weekly rhythms or like do you stop to remember or do you always like look ahead?
0: So my I would say there are seasons where I do that well. Mm. This season I have not been doing that well. I feel like I've been living in survival mode. And so I'm actually really in light of all the stuff that's been happening with my family, if y'all have been following along. And so I'm actually like really anticipating this reset time Mm. to like actually be still Mm. for a moment because my physical body craves that, my mental body craves that, my spiritual body absolutely, as we were talking about last week, craves that ability to just stop Mm. and look at the Lord again Mm -hmm. and just to like be. And so I think that, I'm anticipating that in the season. I think rhythms that I do every year to remember are on the day that my mother went to be with the Lord. I write her a letter. Mm -hmm. And so that is a time to remember her, to share stories about her, to think about her, Mm -hmm. to um, really sit and kind of process more grief. Like grief is ongoing. Lament is ongoing. And so um, that's one thing that I, I, I do well in that season, but man... To call me out, yeah, I've not been doing a good job of remembering <laughs> lately. <laughs> I'm just surviving. Yeah. I'm just getting by right now in I know. so it's many just, ways.
1: It's interesting because not only do I not remember very well, I definitely have some rhythms that create a little bit of reflection, mm-hmm. but not a whole lot. I'd be lying if I said they were, like, very present. But I also don't even anticipate that well either. Yeah. Uh, for, like, the church I do, like, what sermon series do we need? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. programs? What is God calling us into? How do we—like, that's easy, but like personally mm. and like me and my relationship with the Lord, I just kind of take it in stride. Mm-hmm. I think that often with like even in my own marriage, it's like am I remembering probably not well enough and am I anticipating mm. probably not well enough. It's funny with my kids, I anticipate and I think about huh. what God is making them into and how I can partner with the spirit to help them in that and how but then like with my more intimate relationship with my wife, I don't and then my most intimate relationship with the Lord, mm-hmm. I don't as much either. So it's just, it's interesting because I'm like, there are certain areas where I remember well. Mm -hmm. There are certain areas where I anticipate well. There are certain areas where I don't do either of those. And I think like with the Lord is one of them that I have a hard time doing both. And once again, the rhythms are there. Like I think about the good works of the Lord. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. thank God frequently for like things that he has done. And that is a practice of remembrance, right? Um, But not in any real specific Mm -hmm. set apart time, intentional to create that space, to allow the Lord to speak and to create new life from Mm. his past works and from what he's going to do. So it's just, it's interesting, you know.
0: That is super interesting because I think about that too of like, there are places where we do it well and not. And I was about to say, when you're talking about, you know, I personally probably put myself last Mm. in remembering and looking forward Hmm. and like in thinking about the Lord's goodness. It's like I do that momentarily, like in the moment. You know, when things are bad, I have trained myself to stop and be like, okay, but what if God is good, which we know that he is, where is his goodness? Mm. Because it's not absent. I just can't see it. So I'm better in the moment, but I don't necessarily do a good job anymore of designating space. Mm To do that. And that's the thing I think I've struggled with since having a kid. Mm. I think um previously before having a kid, I would hunt like throughout the entire winter season and you're sitting in a blind mm. in silence and I would just talk with the Lord and I would have weekly time of silence and solitude to stop and to remember and to look forward and to process with mm. him that I think that I've been struggling to reorient that peace in my life since since changes. So. That's really
1: good. That's really good. Yeah. Um, during my sabbatical, one of the things that, uh, my first sabbatical, one of the things that, uh, came out right away, I think it was actually day two of sabbatical. I was in this, um, cabin type thing in North Carolina and this random verse Mark six thirty one, uh, was like written on some, uh, like a plaque or like something. And it had nothing to do with my sabbatical or anything, but the context of the verse made a lot of sense to me with what God was calling me into in that season. Mm. Um, It says, this is Jesus speaking or talking about Jesus. It says, and he said to them, uh, come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest a while. For many were coming and going and they had no leisure even to eat. Mm. And I remember being like, Eating is not a leisure activity. That's <laughs> it's not a the It is a literal. I have to survive. We talked about that I, all last week. Yes. We got to
0: eat. All the eating and analogies. For real. <laughs> and so it's like,
1: okay, like no, no, no. Leisure is play. Mm. So why would it call eating a leisure activity? And why is it like? Look, they couldn't even eat. They were working so much for the hmm. Lord in this season, and Jesus is like, hey. All this work is good. Now, Mark 6 is where he feeds the 5,000 mm. as well. Mm. The ironic thing is that they try to get away and then the crowds find them. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus sees that They're like sheep without a shepherd. And so he teaches them for three days. So they weren't even... So talk about like... Dang. Right. So there's yeah. a lot of other analogies we can get into there. Um, but the idea there of like, hey, come away at a place where nobody else knows where you are and just rest like a while. Not forever, not this weird, like, kind of a, a desert father mm-hmm. sort of experience where you're completely isolated. Like, no, I have work for you to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send you out two by two. I'm going to commission you. You're going to cast out demons and heal people and preach the gospel and right, establish churches. Like, but but for right now, I want you to come away just for a little bit and to rest because there's so much movement. Mm. And the reason why I like where we put Reset Sunday is that it's the end of the year. Yeah. There's so much movement that has happened. It's really easy in our culture, at least, to reflect on the year before yeah. because we operate a lot off of calendars. If you have kids, they're on break. Yeah. We're breaking for church for a minute. We just got done with all the hustle and bustle and the busyness of holidays. Yeah it's very likely that that Sunday family's out now. They're going back home. They, mm-hmm. You're able to literally stop, to come away, to rest just for a little bit and to think like, God, what have you been doing? What are you calling me into? Now, it's interesting. Jesus allows himself to be interrupted even then, mm-hmm. right? Um, but that idea, even where we set reset, kind of like with my sabbatical, where it was set very intentionally mm-hmm. after seven years of like full-time ministry yeah. with— pretty much no breaks in between. Um, It's just, it's a really cool like rhythm, I think, to add in. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, we've talked a lot about this idea of being removed and stepping away, but there's a lot of different ways that God calls us to do this returning and rest with him. And so I'd love for us just to tease out some of what that looks like. Yeah. Um, I think in light of our culture and the busyness and all of that actually silence and solitude is a really important one that often gets overlooked because there's so much input all Mm -hmm. the time. Especially if you're married and you have kids, there's like constant stimulation over and over and over. Voices, needs, this, that, all the time. Mm -hmm. That actually taking a moment to be in silence and to listen to the Lord. How often do we listen? We're not a listening people. I'm not a listening person very Mm -hmm. often. Um, But there's also other different things. We forget about things like just praying, taking aside time to speak with the Lord, things like reading his word, the gift of that, Um, worshiping, you know, take a little prayer walk, Mm -hmm. you know, listen to some of your favorite worship songs Um, and doing the self-reflection and the self-examination are all different ways that we can kind of stop and rest and think about resetting where we at. It's mm-hmm. it's literally in so many ways stopping and remembering our dependence on the Lord. Yeah. I think for me personally, one of the biggest steps that I need to take, which is why I think I lean more to silence and solitude and the stillness of needing to stop doing things is because I often forget my need of the Lord. Sometimes mm. I just think about, "Hey, like you've given me these things to do and so I'm going to do them for you." Mm. When I'm supposed to be doing them with him, Mm. and so I'm curious. Like, do you typically, when you're wanting to like reset and rest and return and rest, according like to this verse, do you lean more towards one spiritual discipline than the other?
1: Yeah, Um, I detest silence and solitude. (laughs) You know that about me. Um, It is a and being in nature. Oh my gosh, Lord! (laughs) Uh, I will say this actually: the Lord gave me a lot of freedom recently. Of like, hey, don't go.
0: Yeah, to the street. you streams. don't have to.
1: Like, I'm in the coffee shop as well. <laughs> you can go there, right? And that was very freeing. In irony, I've actually grown to appreciate uh, oh. times of outdoors more because of that. Nice. Because then it's like, okay, it's I'm intentionally forced. trying to get something different from you here. Yeah, I'm trying to see your creation. I'm trying to experience you in a different way. So that felt actually li- li- really liberating. But I really hate silence and solitude. And it's ironic because God so often meets me there. Hmm. And the reason I hate it is because I think I— I'm a worker. I'm a busy body. I like to move and mm-hmm. run and accomplish and achieve and win and and go, right? Um, and so that is the discipline that I practice most during reset days, literally like we're yeah. talking about, yeah. but also just seasons of, or even like, you know, hey, I'm going to take this random Thursday randomly in the middle of the summer and just spend a day in silence and solitude mm-hmm. and just like, God, would you speak to me? Like, are there things that you want? Are there things I'm missing in my life? Are there things? Um, And, you know, 50% of the time, I don't hear or get anything. And I think that's what irritates me is it feels like I wasted a day. Like, Mm. okay, I got nothing, right? Which I know better. I know that's not truth, but that's what's easy for me to believe and to hear in the midst of that. But I feel like 50% of the time, he does give me something. And I'm like, yo, if I were to do my track record with every other spiritual discipline, am I hitting like 50% of the time I am communing? clearly with mm-hmm, the Lord? Mm-hmm. Honestly, probably not. I'm like, the Word is very active, alive for me, like praise God. But I wouldn't say every other day I'm getting this like massive revelation, yeah. right? Prayer a little bit less, prayer is harder for me. Mm-hmm. and I, So I for sure wouldn't say every other day am I getting worship. It's like, man, sometimes I can listen to whole worship albums and be like, oh, it's really good. But not actually experience the Lord, mm-hmm. not hear God directly. yeah. In my heart, right? Like, like, but silence and solitude, he's so frequently, it's just when he doesn't, it feels like a waste. Because when he doesn't, but I still read the word, I did something. Mm. When I pray, I do something. When I listen to worship, when I journal, when I any other activity, I'm doing something. Yeah. So I still quote unquote accomplished. Right. Mm. Which is why I think these verses are so interesting, like the desolate, yes. the wilderness, the coming away, the yes. like do nothing is some of the like ideas and the scriptures. Um. Even the verse you quoted Exodus 14, like, hey, just be still. Mm-hmm. Be still and know that I am God, Psalm 46, right? So it's like, gosh, like, I, I don't know. So yeah, so the silence of solitude is the discipline that I practice during reset days because it's the one that I am least drawn to, mm-hmm. um, probably most irregularly practice. And so then to actually do it there, I think it just is a lot of, it breeds a lot of life.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's interesting, too, because if you think through kind of the general ones, like prayer, okay, we do that most every day, like... Reading scripture for most of us, we we do that consistently. Worshiping, we have Sunday. We probably listen to worship music. Something's going on, or whatever. Thank the Lord for different things.
1: Fellowship, serving. Fellowship, all of those serving, are, mm-hmm. are a little
0: bit more routine. But silence and solitude is just such a contrast mm-hmm. to the world around us. That and fasting.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. That yeah, and fasting. Do you fast
1: on reset Sundays?
0: Um, I have in the past. Okay, I have not in a while because I was pregnant. And oh, then I yeah. was breastfeeding oh, yeah. for yeah, yeah, yeah. 16 months after that. And so for sure. I need to get back in a habit of more routinely doing that. It's
1: like funny. That. I fast monthly. Um, all the elders actually at the well fast at least once a month. And so on reset Sundays, I'm like, I ain't fasting again. <laughs> 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 so I was just wondering if you do. I'm like, I already fasted twice this month. So um, get, Give us like really practical. Let's get really practical okay. into reset Sunday. All right. Like what have you done in the past? Like what like… Like help us, if somebody's like, okay, I hear what you're saying. It's good to slow down. It's good to rest. Yeah. It's, it makes sense. I'm tracking. I want to hear from the Lord. Like what are some rhythms that you've done? What are some things that you've done? Mm-hmm. And maybe even, maybe even for the listener, or the viewer, like I'm like, maybe don't take anything that we say from here on out as like, this is what I have to do. Yes, But a lot of suggestions as to like things that you have done, I would love to answer this as well, things that I have done that have created some space for the Lord to speak. Um, in hopes that God actually does speak and begins to lead us into the following year. So like, yeah, just walk us through with that idea of spiritual disciplines. We're practicing silence and solitude, maybe even fasting in the midst of Mm -hmm. this. What does that look like for you? Yeah,
0: yeah. And so that y'all know, as we're talking about examples, both of us sharing, attached to the episode, we'll also have resources. So a literal silence and solitude guide that has like an example schedule you could use or different practices you could use. And again, like we said, like this is not a golden rule or like you have to do this. They're more of giving you an idea of how to shape Mm -hmm. time with the Lord. So there'll be a fasting guide, which gives you some... Directions or things to how to do that. You know, like for example, when I was breastfeeding, I may not have given up food, but I gave up something else for the day. Mm -hmm. So it's a replacing of different things. And so we'll have some um, things available to you to help. Um, But maybe. And use
1: those. They're really helpful. Yeah. They're really helpful. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I was looking at last year's. I like to journal or I'm trying to get better at Mm -hmm. journaling, especially in my silence and solitude times, because I feel like. I don't think I've ever had a silence and solitude time where the Lord hasn't spoken to me.
1: Hmm, It may not be
0: in the way I wanted to hear from him, or maybe I heard something and then it didn't impact me until like two or three weeks later. And Mm. I was like, oh, you were preparing me for this. Mm. But I don't think not a single time.
1: Wow. If That's because you have the it. gift of prophecy.
0: I well, we got a whole <laughs>
1: other conversation for a whole other day, but I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, yeah. So, I literally have my notes from last week's reset. And now this was one of the first times where I've had to do so as a staff, we do reset week where mm-hmm. we literally are off the entire week to reset and to pray. Um, but I have a kid and a husband, so there's no reset week. Mm-hmm. I get a reset day. Mm-hmm. And so, um my husband was willing to give me uh an I think it was an afternoon and an evening um by myself. And so it was dark, so I did not get to go watch the sunrise and the ducks. Like typically throughout the year when we do silence and solitudes as a staff or if I'm craving that and recognize that my soul needs that, I'll go early in the morning and watch the sunrise at a pond and hope to see birds and mm-hmm. hear things come to life and whatever. But that was not available at this time. So I literally went to Lazarus. Hear
1: things come to life. That's yeah. cool. Oh yeah, my gosh. That's really We're, good. At
0: some point, we'll have to talk about that. But honestly… Yeah, uh, that's good. I've just, never heard that. Just one little side thing. Yeah. One of the reasons why I think I recognize the dependence in silence and solitude in nature to help, mm-hmm. help you frame this is when you go hunting, you start and you set everything up and it's pitch black. Everything is happening in the dark. There is no sounds. It is silent other than animals at night, right? Mm -hmm. A coyote here or there, an owl. But then there's like this time before the sun rises where literally Mm. everything is still. There's no movement. It's just quiet. And then the sun starts to come up and literally the world comes to life. Mm-hmm. There's birds, there's movement. You can see where there was one's darkness. And so it's just this like beautiful reminder wow. that like, I have no control over anything that's going on around me. Man, the Lord just did that all by himself mm. and does it every day, whether we pay attention to it or not. Wow. So I think it's the most dope. helpful for me since I am such a control person and kind of like you, I have a hard time not working and stopping and putting things aside. It's honestly why I can't go sit in a coffee shop. Mm. I'm too tempted To do things, Mm -hmm. or at home, I'm I will I cannot limit my distractions. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Whereas when I'm out in nature, I'm like I don't have my phone, I don't have anything else. But
1: that's really good. Yeah, that's helpful. So
0: again, and you make the most of it, right? Where the ideal is lacking, I wished last year I could have gone and watched the ducks fly in and whatnot. But here I sat at Lazarus and enjoyed a nice beer and spent time with the Lord. And so I was just looking back, and one of the things for Reset Week, I think, last year that I was really struggling with was just, um, I have some notes here about what you do is not who you are. Mm. What you do enhances, retracts, or maintains the perception of yourself for others. And so last year, we were still kind of in the throes of all of the craziness, and I was struggling so much with who I was. And the Lord was just so kind and giving me in the four hours that I was sitting there, a reminder of who I was in Christ. And just, I read some scripture, I did some prayers, I did some lamenting on some things that season. And, you know, there was a challenge to to remember who I was and then to look forward. It says, who you are does not change. How you live it out can and does. Mm. And this is where behavior matters. Your identity is secure in Christ. And so kind of the challenge I felt like God was calling me to was to discover its depths and its beauty as I grow and embrace more fully as I know um, more of Christ and continue to live in restoration. And so that kind of shaped my year. And then I thought about different parts of my life. I kind of took a personal inventory of like my spiritual life, my personal life, my family life, being Becca and Scott, and um, my work. Oh, look, it says podcast. I was dreaming of that. And look who we are, the Lord comes through. (laughs) So even an encouragement of like, if you're not someone who journals, like I don't often journal Except for silence and solitude and reset week because I have learned and taught myself that going back and being able to see the Lord answer to different things Mm. has been really encouraging Mm. to my soul to see and to remember. And so, I mean, yeah, it was just as simple as spending some time in prayer and bringing my concerns and anxieties to the Lord and receiving the truth of who I was. And then just like, how's my spiritual life going? well, I'm struggling with this. It has something as an example of like, this was a season where Becca was not sleeping well. Mm. So I had consider going to bed by 10 and getting up at six to ensure that I get at least 20 minutes of quiet time a day. My husband and I have gotten up most days at 6 a.m. Mm. to ensure that I we each get quiet time in the morning. So mm. this is just one example of last year of just very simply taking an inventory of my life, bringing anxiety to the Lord, and then reaping the fruit of it for Mm -hmm.
1: the rest of the year. That's so good. So, You know, one practical thing that I want to throw in here is like, do Reset Sunday. (laughs) Like, actually do it, okay? And if you can, obviously. And I'm like, actually use that time in the way that it's designed for, of like, try to listen to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't fill it with other distractions, right? That's one thing I have to do. I can be super guilty of having all the right intentions Mm -hmm. and then opening up my computer and then checking some score of some bowl game (laughs) that I don't even care about. (laughs) It's like, I've never watched Tulsa football in my life. Why do I care what their score is? And then, you know, and like all of a sudden begin to like fill it. And so don't fill it with distractions. Um, One of the things that I do is like, I try to ask the Lord, hey, like, do you have like a word Mm. or a phrase for me for the upcoming year? Do you have a verse that you want me to like, meditate on, to receive, to live into. So like I'm not just silent. Mm-hmm. I'm like asking and then listening. Yeah, And that's where the silence comes in, right? Yes. And sometimes there's nothing. yo. It's not like I'm getting these words. It's like your word this year is blank. Some people have a word every year and maybe that's how the yeah. Lord actually speaks to them. Sometimes maybe that's contrived. They think they have to have a word. And so it's like, no, God might be doing the same thing in your life for five years. That's okay, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, God, do you have something, an idea that you want me to like meditate on, to live into... So, like things like that, I think are like really practical things that you can do. Mm-hmm. What I always do is I look back and I just go, Hey, what are some big wins that I need to celebrate, mm, be grateful for? That's good. What are some big like misses, like things I hoped for mm. that maybe because of my own sin, maybe because of situations I just didn't receive. And I need to mourn those yeah. or repent of those. Remember that Isaiah first says and rest in repentance. Mm. So I need yes. to repent in areas where I am lacking, right? Uh, what are some of my hopes that maybe aren't being fully fulfilled? Um, some of my dreams. Where do I need to let some of those things actually die? Where do I need mm. to have a funeral procession in that reset time and just go, you know what? That's good. Actually, I just need to bury this. And like the Lord is good, right? Um, where do I need to let things come back to life? Like, you no, know, get up from the grave. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know why I buried that. That was like too quick or mm. maybe the Lord wants to resurrect so this in my life. so much to learn. These are such know. good
0: little tidbits, Tori. I might try some of these. I like <laughs> the dreaming one. <laughs>
1: um, and so like looking back, like it helps me do all of that, right? And then after I look back and I probably spend, because Nelly and I, by the way, quick aside, we do the same thing. She gets about… Four to six hours, depending on what's going on with Christmas and family. And then I get about four to six hours. Sometimes she goes first. Sometimes I go first. We just kind of mm-hmm. pin. Um, But so then I just literally like probably for two of those hours, I'm looking back. And then for like two of the hours, I'm like looking mm-hmm. ahead and I'm dreaming. I'm doing the exact same thing you thought of. Like maybe I should get up at six. Maybe I should do this. Maybe mm-hmm. I should do this. Um, a couple of years ago, I wrote down like, what are all the things that bring me joy? What are mm-hmm. the things that I love? literally like i just i love them or i love to do them mm-hmm. right and when i wrote them all down i was like you know what i'm not doing a lot of these things huh. and they're really simple things like yeah. have people over our house or play basketball or whatever things that brought joy like listen to good music and i'm like why am i like withholding like mm-hmm. these good things they're literally good things they're not they're not even neutral things like no god created music yeah. right like god fellowship is a literal Biblical good thing Why am I What's happening hmm. And I realized I was so busy That I was cutting out Even the good gifts That God had given me To mm. enjoy to help me through some of the hardship. I was even cutting those things out. So some of that remembrance, that reflection, even then leads me into some of the resolution, if you will, of like the new year. And so, yeah, those are some of the rhythms that I try to create during that time. I take personal inventory as well. Mm -hmm. I take spiritual inventory, family inventory, um, exact same actually things you named. I have the exact same thing. The only thing I don't do, you had work in there. I don't do work as much. Only Because you already do, like, do it all exactly, the time. That's a part of my job. Yeah, And you being part-time, me being full-time, some of that full-time time
0: gives you more time for probably that. Probably
1: gives yeah. some space for that. And if I start thinking about work, I start trying to achieve mm. and do. And not even in an ungodly way. Not in yeah. like a go-win American achieve. I don't mean like that. I mean, I start thinking about sermon series and start thinking about, and it's like, that's a different you get time. Too distracted. Yeah. Right. That is for us as a body, not for me and the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Per se. So that's what I do.
0: Yeah. That's so good.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I really like the dreams part, the things you like.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, that's something I'm really bad at, actually, is knowing what I like to do because I would so much rather see other people happy. Yeah. Uh, and so, which I'm working on that.
1: Well, I think even in that, it's like, okay, can I be intentional to think about me and then intentional to think about others? Mm-hmm. Because to want other people to be happy is like a Philippians 2, like, yeah, do that. Like, that's a biblical, godly, good thing, you know.
0: That is true.
1: Love your neighbor as you love yourself. So, okay, that has to be present as well. Mm -hmm. So, there's even both of them. One of the things I forgot to mention is I also do a lot of, like, resolutions. That's where I start Uh. writing (laughs) my… I hate resolutions. I
0: hate them so
1: much. I love Uh. resolutions. I am… for context, I usually uh, it it varies per year. One year I did seventy two. What I know, I, it's so absurd. But people hear that and they think it's like seventy two, like massive things.
0: Oh my!
1: Here's what a resolution is. This is uh, mm. this might help you. This might help you. This might be <laughs> um, a resolution is a resolve towards something, which means you can actually resolve to do things you're already doing. Does that make sense? So. I am going to resolve to spend at least 20 minutes, you just said, mm-hmm. a day with the Lord. You're already doing it, but you're like, I'm going to make that an intentional, thoughtful priority though. So that was a resolution, by the way, what you did. You okay. just didn't order them out in all of your resolutions. And for me, for like a, almost like a task-oriented type mm-hmm. of person, to literally take the resolutions and go, okay, now what of these are personal? What these are these a corporate? What are mm-hmm. these are for the Lord? What of these are just for like, I would like to be able to lift this much weight. That one is a little bit less important than like spending time with the Lord. And so seeing what I desire to do helps me to prioritize my life in such a way Mm -hmm. to where when things start getting chaotic, I can actually look at those and go, you know what, me needing to be able to get faster Mm -hmm. again is honestly me just trying to be like college boy Tori again. <laughs> is that really that important, right? My body is decaying. That's okay. Yes, It will resurrect one day, right? But it's like, um, but like that's that's good. Taking yeah. care of your, your body is a temple. Okay. But my soul is the food that my mm-hmm. soul needs is more important than the fuel that my body needs. So now I'm going to give this up. And focus on these resolutions more. Hmm. But if I can actually do all of them, I will be a better person. Interesting. And not just better personally, like, oh, now I can lift more, but literally better for you. Mm. Like, I will be healthier to be able to love you, serve you more. I will be healthier to be able to like... Pick up my kids and not sprain my back because I yeah. am right. Yeah. So, all of the even really practical. So, yeah. that's how I do resolutions. I've chilled out on those at times because what does chill out mean? 72 a, to what? I know now it's like to like 30 something. Okay, that's, a, um, that's a That was fair. I thought you were gonna be like, what for
0: you? <laughs> I know you. Um,
1: <laughs> and and it's, it's genuinely, it's like really yeah. helpful. Some of them I set like, uh. January, I'm doing this, right?
0: So you give a time frame.
1: Yeah. So that way I'm not like, the whole year, I'm like, it's like, no, I want to do this. And it's just easy to reset at the calendar year for me.
0: Yeah. As an external processor, Mm -hmm. I feel like what I'm recognizing my distaste, disdain even for resolutions is because I have let culture define them. Mm. So people grasping at things that should be for the Lord. Mm. Well, if we as Christians are resetting and reorienting ourselves correctly, which is what our intention is for Reset Week is to reset and reorient and relook up rather than look around.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah, And
0: those resolutions, the things that we're resolved to do are actually from receiving from the Lord and listening to Him I might be able to get on the resolution train.
1: Come on. But when they're just… I'm expecting to see that oh, list. We'll no, i see. Just we'll see. And, and, and it's, I will say this. I don't think that everybody's wired like that. That's true. Natalie never does resolutions yeah. because she's just not wired like that. Though she does change things yeah. and resolve to be different. That that is a resolution. Yeah. She's just not writing it down. The important thing is in a systematic you need to way. Do it. Yeah. You need to do it. You need to look it. ahead. What yeah. is that calling me to? Yeah. Is really what that time yeah. is. Because we're for called me, to steward
0: things. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is a stewardship of what God has given to us That's and good. will give to us. And we need to be thinking about that. Understanding its gift, right? It's not just a free will, blah 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 blah. No, like God has called us to do things. Like we were talking about, you know, when we set aside this time for silence and solitude, it's not because we shouldn't be working or we shouldn't doing things or like the leisure verse that you brought up with the Lord and like there was no time to eat. Like there are things to be done and we need to steward those well. Mm -hmm. But we can't do that if we're not oriented correctly to God and actually What he's asking us to do and how he's asking us
1: ten thousand percent to do it. So I, I would genuinely, I'm like I, I I want to encourage our people to like just be intentional with the Lord here. Mm -hmm. Like, what does it look like to really believe that God wants to speak to you? He wants to lead you. Mm -hmm. He wants to guide you. He is a good shepherd that leads you into pastures, into valleys, into. Like sometimes we hit hard years. A really easy example, I knew that last year was going to be hard, not because of reset week, but another time of silence and solitude. The Lord had already forewarned me of that mm. and then brought multiple people in my life to further forewarn me. Mm-hmm. Now, it didn't make the hardship easy to go through, but it did create some anchors to go, okay, mm. God said that this was going to happen.
0: Yeah,
1: And like that must mean that he will also... See me through it, right? And so, even things like that, I also knew that this year was going to be a good year. I felt that, despite entering into the year, Mm -hmm. I feel feel like God was like, "Hey, like relief is coming. You will, you will." No, it took a little bit of time. The first couple months I was like, did I hear from the Lord?
0: <laughs> did I, don't I hear like I right? I don't Are you sure like you said right. that?
1: <laughs> As time went on, it was like, oh no, like the Lord is healing. Like mm-hmm. a lot of things has brought a lot of healing, has brought a lot of joy, has revived some things. I think that he's still actually doing a lot of— I think that it will actually be like a year's long work, mm-hmm. not just a year work. yeah, yeah. Um, To make me a new person, keeping all of the— Things learned in last season, mm-hmm. but also to resurrect some things that I accidentally let die because of all of the suffering. It's like I, I I'm already anticipating reset Sunday literally to even just hear okay God like mm. where am I at what's going on? It almost feels like a check in. Yeah, like as 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 a staff team, we literally do like check ins. Yes, how are we doing in our job? How are we doing within our character? What does this look like? And it's like a really helpful time just to reflect and be like, oh wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I'm doing really good, or like you know what, I need to grow in some of this. It almost feels like a holy version, mm. not that that's unholy, uh, like a more spiritual version yeah. Yeah. of that. You know, so I just want to encourage people to do reset. Yeah, I
0: think that's good.
1: Yeah, what's your? Give us some. This is our last. Hoorah! <laughs> I, I know, know for I'm just sad. a few months, okay? For just a few like, months, that's uh, yeah. true, It's so, true. speaking of Reset or maybe even season two, like, yeah, just with some yeah. things that you want to yeah. share?
0: I think like, yeah, just to encourage people to like, don't wait till Reset Sunday to think about what you're going to do. That's good. We're going to provide resources here. We've purposefully placed this towards the beginning of December. You've got a whole month to even start thinking and processing. Like maybe, you know, maybe you're a busy mom. Maybe you're a busy dad. Maybe you're a single person and you're traveling and having to go visit family and do all these things. Maybe you're trying to finish finals like write all of the things. But you have all of this time before the new year starts, resources to start thinking about things. Maybe one week take an inventory of personal life. Mm. Maybe take an inventory of other things and practice listening. Like it's a it's a practice. Like it takes That's a muscle. It's a muscle, mm-hmm. right? Like I remember the first time we did silence and solitude, I made it an hour and was like I want to I have 5 more <laughs> hours left. Yes. And now I make it to like 6 and my day is over mm-hmm. and I'm like gosh, I need like I want more. Totally agree. So it's a muscle. So like encourage yourself to practice setting rhythms, different things like that. Um and man like be intentional about reset Sunday this week. Don't let it pass. Don't let it pass you by. Like mm-hmm. take the time to think about what you want to do. Like maybe even, you know, there was a sermon that was really challenging for you. Maybe go back mm. and listen to it. That's good. And say, hey, why was this so difficult? Like, celebrate the way the Lord has changed you since then. Come back to that. You could do that for an episode of season one. Like, mm-hmm. maybe you got lost in the spiritual warfare stuff and was like, I am not ready for this yet. Ask the Lord, listen to the Lord, receive, mm. reflect, mm. look ahead. Steward the life that God has given you well.
1: That's really good. Yeah. Real quick, give us a one-minute, hey, season two, what's happening? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. So
0: thank you to all of you who filled out the survey. That was immensely helpful. So helpful. And also uh, just personally very, very encouraging mm. to see how much that this has impacted and encouraged and uplifted our Community in my. Can I tell you
1: something random? Yeah. My cousin was visiting for uh, Thanksgiving and she was like, um, I wanted to find Mary because I, I just like wanted to say hi, blah, blah. I was like, oh, like you know Mary? She was like, no, but I feel like I do because of the podcast. Oh, so I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of so cute.
0: Sweet. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. she's
1: listening. She's a fan. Hi, Raven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, just as something to celebrate and like that it's been so impactful, um, we are going to get to do a season two. And so the. Feedback that we got, we've got a lot of exciting episodes to come in. One we hinted at last week of season two, we're going to talk about, um, are clothes good? Mm. What about clothes in the Bible? Themes, mm-hmm. um, potentially some other spicy topics. There was one that was repeated five times that I'm going to convince Tori to do about women in leadership. Uh-huh. So I'm now ready it's to do recorded. It. I'm ready to do it. I'm
1: excited to do it. <laughs> Yeah. I think our church is going to be really challenging, actually. They but are.
0: So, in a way that they're
1: not ready for, not yes, expecting yes. to be challenged. So,
0: we it. ourselves, in light of wanting to pursue excellence and receive from the Lord, will have our own reset in terms of getting ready for season two. And so, this is our last episode of season one, and season two will begin in April. I love it. I know I that's it. a long time. I'm sorry, guys. But again, we want to pursue excellence, yeah. plan things out well, listen to your feedback, reorient things, and Learn. be ready. There Learn. are some topics where I'm like, so this is learning. really
1: good, and I could shoot from the hip from this, Yeah, but I don't know if I have full grasp of the Scripture Absolutely. to actually be able to handle that well. So totally yeah. agree. Yeah.
0: So we will prepare... And join you guys soon.
1: I love that. Yeah. Um, can I close us and close this season in prayer?
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, love to do that. Absolutely. Um, Father, thank you for, um, yeah, the Well Said podcast. Thank you for Mary, um, my great friend. Thank you for her idea, uh, actually, to do this and um, to create content to allow us to think about you Um, to allow us to receive from you, to hear from you in different ways, to allow us to connect uh, as a church even together in different ways, to talk about things that are hard to talk about on a Sunday or in a CG, or to dive into things that maybe just wouldn't regularly come up, but that stir up our affections or our hearts for you, Um, to get really practical like this week, uh, and to get really theoretical like some of the weeks, and just to... Um, Jump all over the place. I just thank you for that ability um, to do that. I thank you for my sister. I thank you for her gifts. I thank you for her character. I thank you for her friendship and um, just her work here on our team and in our church. Uh, pray blessing over Mary, even over her family in this season, Jesus. I pray that even as we jump into season two, there'd be a lot of actually joy and rejoicing uh, because you did a lot of work and a lot of healing where there was need for that. Um, God, thank you for our church family and others who are listening that aren't even a part of our church family. Um, I really do pray blessing over them. I pray that Things like Reset Week and just in general, that you would bestow yourself upon our people, Mm -hmm. that they would receive from you, that they would know you, that they would love you, that they would hear from you. Um, Jesus, that you would be near, that they would be your people and that you would be their God, that they would draw near to you, that you might draw near to them, that they would um, love you, that they would be able to say like David, one day in your courts is better Mm -hmm. than thousands elsewhere. Mm -hmm. The one thing that I ask from the Lord, the one thing that I seek, that I may inquire of the Lord all the days to dwell Mm -hmm. in the beauty of his temple, that that would be the cry of our hearts, Mm -hmm. Jesus, is more intimacy with you. And so God, I pray that over our people. Uh, I pray that you would just continue to move in our church, Jesus, that you would continue to bring dead things to life, that you would continue to push back darkness, Mm -hmm. that you would continue to exalt your name, Jesus. You are worthy. You are worthy, Christ, of all glory and honor and praise forever and ever. And so we thank you, Jesus. Like I pray in my sermons, we pray over this past season and over the upcoming season that any of the words that were said that were not from you, would you let them fall on Mm -hmm. hard soil Mm -hmm. and not take root in any person's life? Any of the words that were from you, though, Spirit of God, would you plant them in good soil and would you allow them to bear seed 30, 60, 100 fold? Um, so that your name would be exalted in our hearts, Jesus. And so would you do that with all the words former, all the words upcoming, mm-hmm. um, would you be exalted, Christ? So we love you, Jesus. We thank you. I pray blessing over everybody listening right now in your beautiful name, Christ. Amen. 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 All right. End of season one.
0: It's well said. That
1: was well said. Well. <laughs> we love y'all. We'll see y'all soon. Thanks for
0: listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, like, subscribe and share. For more information, visit our website at www.thewellaustin.com/podcast.